Today is Monday, November 6th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. Tomorrow marks one month since Hamas's terrorist attack against Israeli civilians and the start of Israel's military campaign to destroy the militant government that controls Gaza. This weekend, the IDF said that it surrounded Gaza City in northern Gaza, laying siege to the central area of Hamas's operations, and calling this a significant stage in the war, with troops expected to enter the city within 48 hours. On Sunday, Israeli airstrikes hit two refugee camps that are located in the zone where the IDF had earlier urged Palestinian civilians to seek refuge resulting in dozens of casualties and injuries. As of this recording, Gaza is also in the midst of its third complete telecommunications blackout since the war began. On the diplomatic front, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken spent the weekend shuttling between Iraq, Jordan, and Turkey, where talks focus on the safety of U.S. troops in Iraq and Syria, specifically amidst the increased attacks from Iranian-backed militias, as the U.S. is worried about Iran taking advantage of the situation in Gaza to cause more instability in the region. Secretary Blinken also visited Ramallah in the West Bank, where he met with Palestinian Authority leader Mahmoud Abbas about the prospect of his party assuming power in Gaza. Abbas said that they would only consider it as part of a comprehensive political solution to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. And yesterday, CIA Director William Burns arrived in Israel, where he too will visit other countries this week to engage in negotiations to release the hostages that are held by Hamas, as well as to reach a humanitarian pause, all while preventing the outbreak of a broader regional war. Not me Googling this man's birthday and mildly concerned to see we have an Aries representing us in the negotiation. And I say that as an Aries myself. Donald Trump is taking the witness stand today in his civil fraud trial in New York, where he'll speak to accusations that the Trump Organization fraudulently inflated property values to get better terms on loans and insurance. So keep your eyes peeled for the court sketch. But that is actually not the most important headline we have about Donald Trump today. Reporting from the Washington Post claims that he and his allies have begun mapping out specific plans for what he'll do if he's reelected for a second term. Most notably, he has more than floated the idea of invoking the Insurrection Act, ironic, on his first day in office, to allow him to deploy the military against civilians. He also allegedly has a plan for how he will use the Department of Justice to punish his opponents. Plus, he has a list of who he's after. At the top of the list are his own former associates, including his former Chief of Staff John Kelly, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff General Mark Milley, his former lawyer Ty Cobb, and Attorney General Bill Barr, who I imagine regrets anything he ever told Donald Trump about the DOJ in the past. And these plans are reportedly not just ideas. His associates have begun drafting actual plans to enact these things. And he's outsourced much of this planning to a partnership of right-wing Washington, D.C. think tanks, who have allegedly dubbed this Project 2025. Even more frightening is the fact that the individual who is leading the work on the Insurrection Act is reportedly none other than Jeffrey Clark the DOJ official who first floated using the Insurrection Act when Trump was in office in late 2020, and who is currently under indictment by the DOJ and in Fulton County, Georgia, for those actions. Looks like that is my cue to officially revive the coup beat segment on this show. 
Uber and Lyft have agreed to pay a combined $328 million for withholding money from their drivers. The settlement comes from a case brought by New York Attorney General Letitia James in what she called the largest wave theft settlement her office has ever secured. The lawsuit accused the companies of deducting taxes and fees from drivers' payments, which should have been paid by passengers, and also accused them of failing to provide drivers with paid sick leave that's mandated under New York City and state laws. The companies have also agreed to an earnings floor going forward, guaranteeing that drivers in New York are paid a minimum rate of $26 per hour outside of the city. Eligible drivers can file a claim to receive the money owed, which includes back pay, mandatory paid sick leave, and other benefits. And let this be our second notice today that nothing gets past Letitia James. For our final story, French President Emmanuel Macron proposed an amendment to France's constitution that would enshrine the right to abortion, a move that he says comes in direct response to the overturning of Roe v. Wade in the U.S. Though unlike in the U.S., reproductive rights in France have not been under threat, as the public overwhelmingly supports abortion rights and the procedure is legal for any reason and it's covered by national health insurance through the 14th week of pregnancy. On that note, tomorrow is election day, so check your registration and look up your ballot tonight and make sure not to let any psychos get elected. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements brought to you by Betches Media. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.